0: Good. Oh, I got you. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. and It's awesome. Um, So, I mean, transformation, breaking through self-sabotage and all that. You mentioned this word transition. Talk to me about that. And, and why did you land on this back in the day?
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, back in the day, I didn't really know. Right. Back in the day, I'm 66 years old and I no started way. my. Yeah. Yeah. We need and to go I, on a
0: date. You're not 66.
1: Thank you. <laughs> And I, I launched my first business when I was 61 years old. Um, so the first thing I'm going to say, if there's anybody out there that thinks you're too old or too young, that is not true. Yes. And so it took me 61 years, and I'm hoping that it won't take the rest of you as long, and it'll take the perfect amount of time. So really this whole transition I guess when it really hit me was when I was transitioning out of the military Mm -hmm. as an Army nurse, which was my identity. I I identified with the Army, with my role in the Army. And I left the military under circumstances that weren't what I thought they were going to be. Like there wasn't that parade. I was in a relationship with a guy that was not condoned by the military. And so left in a, um, unceremonious held fashion. Or, oh, huh? held
0: down, even worse. So not even unceremonious, but like almost the sounds. is that, what is that? What is that feeling? Sh- ashamed or Shame,
1: like- humiliated? Oh. Like, oh my gosh, I, who could I talk to nobody and feeling like my life was over. What was I going to do? And for 24 years of stellar performance and service and accolades and achievements that other, the majority of other people, as uh, in the medical field, in the military, had never achieved, because of one relationship, that wasn't even a big thing. Right. Right. All of that was wiped out. And so I had to find myself. Wow. I had no idea how to do that because for my entire life and I write about this in my chapter uh, in The Sacred Dance I was doing what was right. But it I worked. don't want to lose
0: the opportunity to say this Michelle. Yeah. On behalf on behalf of America now and yeah. then I know I cannot bridge the gap but thank you tremendously for your service.
1: Thank you. It
0: matters. All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live. With Jackson Callum, I'm your show host. We'll be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. What's up and welcome in to Vision Pros Live. I am feeling on fire. Fire inspired right now. I've got Michelle Fournier here, and I cannot wait to dive into her vision even further. Um, The emotions are just high right now. Uh, We thank her for her military service and background, and all that she's been through to get to where she's at now. She lost her mother when she was ten years old. Um, Had to find out. (laughs) You just you know, if if you haven't been there and been through that, or you've been through something similar, everybody in the world. Um, can imagine what a child goes through in that experience, breaking through self-sabotage as well is something we're going to be talking about. Um, I'll bring up her profile in just a minute, but I and I just I'm stuck on it because of the conversation that we just had right before transition. And uh, but I, I got to honor to everybody who's listening in. Um, these sponsors up here, these, these matter, that's why they're there. Cold click is what we use for LinkedIn automation for our business. Um, that's something that helps us with the top of funnel distribution. We need to be getting in front of more of the right people. How do you do that? Not by going knocking on doors one at a time, but by making sure you're distributing a positive, responsible message. One that really resonates with your audience that allows the right people to move forward at the right pace. And you just you, you let those relationships marinate um, in the proper way and good things can happen from it. So ColdClick is my my solution of choice. We we use ULink as part of that. We use Octopus as part of that. But Art Hoffman at ColdClick is my right hand man in terms of LinkedIn automation. Simply Fast Websites, the one right beside that run by Shane Michael. Shane and I became friends. I became really just fascinated with his vision because had i been at the early stage of starting a company, I would have loved to have come across him because he's offering websites at $179 starting at. Now, this is somebody with web design and web dev experience. You still need to do your research and and look at who else is out there. Consider playing with Wix, Weebly, Squarespace. I did all those things. I spent thousands of hours on that project. I almost said thousands of errors. That's exactly what it was. I needed to be productive with my business and moving it forward, not trying to create a website that ultimately represents your past at any given time. It's super secret business philosophy, but ultimately your website is just a tiny mechanism and everything else you need to do as a business owner. So getting it done quickly, allowing the imperfection to move forward and then going out there and representing your vision and your brand, um, this would be something that I wish somebody had told me years ago when I was starting out. And there's the water project and the water project is something I always love to talk about because the extreme needs of people in the world who don't even have access to clean drinking water. I mean, I think we owe it to the world when we're in these positions to be able to raise some awareness and and hopefully some of you guys will feel inspired to either donate or help with the raising of awareness process, whichever you can do. We appreciate the thing I love about the water project is the transparency choose who to help you have the ability to see the communities you get to see what project they're working on to see if it makes sense to you then you get to see the outcome of what occurs after you've contributed to it so whether you can contribute one dollar or a thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars um we just hope you feel inspired to do so if there's a cause that's drawing your attention more and you're emotionally like jackson that's the wrong cause we need to talk about this do us a favor do us all a favor and just drop the link in the comments it's not a competition we've got eight billion people in this world to help there's a lot of great things we can do i just know i never want to take for granted the fact that i have access to this every single day and it, it does it breaks my heart but there's a lot of people out there who don't and we we can be doing more um to help in those environments so thanks for hearing me out on that to go over to Michelle's brand and what she's built, I'm, I'm impressed with the depth of the, the brand and the quality. I'm impressed with her personality as well. Um, and what's, what's behind her is this extensive background of, again, overcoming self-sabotage. I know that has to do as well with overcoming imposter syndrome. People have to go through that. So many people are hurting in this world, and she's now dedicated her life to helping people find transformation, live with purpose. It's not easy to create a book. It's not easy to create a brand. Most of you are aware and know this. So without further ado, I just got to say I'm honored to have you on stage beside me, Michelle. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. I am just so honored and humbled to be here.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You've outdressed me today, by the way, and I appreciate that. You look far, far more beautiful and radiant than than I do. I want to give one little shout out, though. This this is my coach shirt for when I was coaching my son Emerson's Soccer team, and they are amazing. Some they were so fun to coach, um, and be with. So, shout out to my son, love him to death, and uh, never done that, but I was excited to do it today. Uh, without further ado, who should be listening today, Michelle? And you know, beyond the depth that, I, that I've already expressed, why should they be listening to you?
1: That's a great question. So, who should be listening today is anybody who's feeling stuck who's feeling overwhelmed, who's in a rut, who's done all the right things, and yet it still feels like there's something missing. And especially anybody who's telling them, am I allowed to say bullshit? Bullshit. If they're telling themselves crap about who they are, what they're capable of, and they're beating themselves up, this program's for you.
0: One thing you are absolutely allowed to use your word choices freely it may limit the potential reach of the audience, but we are not here to control anybody. And I wish the world didn't get so caught up on the semantics of emotional expression.
1: Yeah. Love it.
0: You know, so it. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. So um, thank you for sharing that authentically. I will also say si hablas español también Michelle habla español if you know somebody a spanish speaker who needs help with these same types of realities and maybe you can't break through to them because you don't speak that language and understand that depth she has that too um, and that's something that um, you know we again we can we can we can comment and add friends names in we can share this episode with people so they get access to this type of help so Absolutely. Michelle what's your what's your vision uh, even further let's dive deep into what's the vision for those that you serve
1: you know, if I were to to put it boil it down into one or two sentences, it's to really help people first of all see their value, to see their brilliance and to help them live a life that honors them, that's in alignment with them, where they are free to be themselves. That's been my biggest life lesson. You know, we were we were talking about this, that in the chapter I wrote in the book, The Sacred Dance, I did everything that was right. I did what I was expected to do. I was a good girl. But what was right was really about what was right for the other people that were influencing me. And it wasn't necessarily what was right for me.
0: Mm. That is so. So you're hitting these subjects that are near and dear to my heart in ways I think most people don't understand. I was a little curly-haired blonde hair blue-eyed boy that my sisters loved to an extreme and I found myself by the time I was 5 wearing wearing jeans to soccer practice because my thighs were fat.
1: Mm. At 5
0: and I did not and I had already cut my hair. This is the first time in my life I've grown my hair out. Um, and kind of tried to fully embrace that. I've been on my own journey, even though I'm in the limelight and the public, the inferiority complex within me was extremely strong um, throughout my youth. I was a freshman in high school before I wore sandals for the first time. Mm. I was worried people would think my feet were ugly. Yeah. People go through this. It's real. Um, And and nobody's
1: thinking about your feet. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, in right fact, no. In fact, I sat down and a girl next to me, very pretty blonde, goes, You should be a foot model.
1: How's was that like, for
0: validation? What? No, no, they, is this happening? Like, this is real. You know, I, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And you know, it was it was so crazy. And I could, I was sitting there obsessing about the idea. Yes. I think a lot of us, I think a lot of people do that but ever admitting it because it just sounds so humiliating <laughs> to say that that's what we think about or struggle about, but you're helping people break through it. And I, I love it.
1: Yeah. We, What's your we, vision for
0: you? I got to know that too.
1: Oh, um, that's so interesting. My vision for me. Well, I, I, I love to be on big stages and love to I my vision is really to live a life um, the next 50 years of my life doing what I love to do playing golf dancing and being on big stages and little stages to help other people believe in themselves
0: I love it what a great balance that sounds beautiful and if we can switch gears into a, a darker subject and you've had military background, you've had corporations that you've probably worked with. And of course, those who you teach on a regular basis, what's your worst leadership experience ever?
1: Oh, wow. Um, so when I was in the military, I actually had the same worst experience twice. And I was a critical care nurse. So while I was in a predominantly male corporation, if you will, the U.S. Army, I was in a field of nursing that was predominantly led by women and predominantly populated by women. And so I worked under two leaders who were the chief nurses, if you will, who were the the head of the nursing department. And there... In the first experience, there was racism and discrimination. Mm -hmm. And um, I was white. She was African American. My immediate boss was also African American and was discriminated against um, color wise because she was light skinned. But also, the best way I can say it in both experiences. Is that the people who were coming up, who had a bright light, who had ideas, who had leadership, who had a spark, who had enthusiasm. Our lights were dimmed or our lights were dampened or we were put in a corner, if you will. And as I looked at it years later, it was because they felt threatened. But it was also because now I. I. This is just my perspective. I'm obviously not an African-American. My dad was Puerto Rican, and he was raised in the... the, He was discriminated against, put in the back of the vehicles with the African-Americans. He had a very thick accent. And in doing the work that I'm doing now, I can only imagine what that woman, the African-American woman who for her to be like she had risen to a rank and a position that was probably a first for African-Americans. And, and you and I were talking about this, right? As a child, I was not given the encouragement. I was not giving an, given an example of, Hey, what lights you up? Go do that. Mm. Right. There were always these rules. So I can only imagine what, this is, um, there's a, a concept in, in the book, um, A Course in Miracles, that says every behavior, every action is a call for love or an expression of love, no matter how unskillful it may be. Mm. And so I, what I imagine is they wanted to be seen, they wanted to be heard, just like I did but they didn't know how to do it in a healthy way, how they could be heard. I literally had one one of the women point to the rank on her shoulders. She was a full bird colonel. And she said, you want these? You can't have them. Now, who was that about? That wasn't about me. That was about her. Yeah. And yet this is what we do in this world This is the culture, right? We're all competing to be seen and to be heard. And really there's no competition because if, if I'm free to be me and if I honor who I am and what I desire and go after my dreams, there's enough room for all of us. That's right. And so really the only people that we're competing with is ourselves.
0: That's amazing. Um, I felt so blessed when I heard Eli Wild, um, who used to be the number one sales rep for Tony Robbins, his own program now, um, Wild, Wild Sales or something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Great, great concepts. And he said that um, he learned from Tony that people usually have the intent to do good. Right. That, That is the intent. Um, Almost always is what he said. I like that. Your quote says always, it it gives me, it just makes me have to think more profoundly about that because we have such a hard time giving people the benefit of the doubt as a society. Um, you know, oh, well, uh, that we think we know why people do things. Go ahead.
1: The benefit of the doubt. It's our doubt. Well said that's another, here's the deal. It, it, and, and it has to do with trust. And people, so many of our clients, my business partner and I, Jessica, we work with people who are like, well, I can't trust, you fill in the blank. I can't trust bosses. I can't trust men. I can't trust women. I can't trust my mom, my dad. It's because we look outside of ourselves for our answers. And so if we're willing to trust ourselves and listen to source, whatever that is for you, God, universe, source, spirit, intuition, which is connected to higher self. If we listen to ourselves, then we don't have to worry about trusting other people.
0: Yeah. As we listen to ourselves, um, you know, we, we come to realize that too. We have such an awesome opportunity once we become parents to experience Mm -hmm. this reality on a regular basis, but sometimes we're not listening close enough to catch it. Right. But the same is true of a child, right. Who's throwing a massive fit because of whatever external circumstance we might think it is. But if we, if we slow down and embrace the child and we slow down and we make space for the child, you know, we try to understand, is it that they're hungry? Is it that they need to go to the restroom? Is it that they, um, you know, need water? Is it whatever well, the they fit. can't express?
1: The they fit don't is the hate. call for love.
0: Yes. And well, no, as cult, we do that too.
1: Us. Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well well said. Um, I'm going to put this highlight up here for just a little bit for people. The benefit of the doubt, it's our doubt. What a profound realization that if we, we're we learning to channel and bridle our own doubt in that equation, not our doubt about them. We're not yes. calling them the problem. And then very doubt
1: is typically about us. Yeah. yeah. We doubt ourselves.
0: Oh, well said. Let me dive into your best leadership experience. What does that look like? What's your best leadership experience been? Um, And again, that can be your own personal. That can be something you experienced from a leader or something you just witnessed.
1: You know, here's um, what I'm going to say is I'm going to give props to my business partner and bestie, Jessica Hadamio.
0: Who I can't wait to have on the show now, <laughs> which yeah, I already wanted. Right? So yeah. she's next.
1: Um so Jessica, Jessica is someone who is I want to say mastered, although it's it's not a skill, it's a beingness, it's who she is, is the unconditional. The unconditional. And I had a coach when I first got out of the army, Kathy Malone. And Jessica, so the best leadership experience, two things. One, what makes it the best is that I am accepted, not just accepted, I am honored and respected for who I am and what I bring to the table. And all of me, the brilliant parts, like today when I'm showing up on my game, and the Less brilliant parts, like just two hours ago when I was crying and I didn't even know why. And I think unconsciously it was because, am I going to be good enough for this show? Like we all have this. Though the encouragement, the opportunity of encouragement, we all need encouragement. You were talking about kids. When you praise a child, you watch them literally sit up, put back their shoulders, their chest puffs out. I like to say as an adult, because we stopped doing this as kids. When we're kids, we're like, look at me. Ta-da. And as adults, we stopped doing that. Mm -hmm. And just this opportunity and this partnership in our business, this has become the best leadership experience and the navigation of the bumps. We just got back from Cabo and, you know, speaking Spanish on our coach call yesterday with one of our groups, we were talking about the bumps in life or the topes. Topes in Spanish is a bump. And they actually have a sign that says zona de topes. Like how good would life be if we had signs that said, hey, speed bumps ahead.
0: There's a meme of this. I'm in the making with just nothing but speed bumps ahead. (laughs) That's just the meme world. So.
1: That's it. And um, so really, as I'm thinking about this, and my answer would have been different three weeks ago, hmm. but it, as I look back to any leadership experience I've had that was great, it was because there was encouragement, there was role modeling, there was communication, and um, and there was a atmosphere and a culture of be who you are be who Uh, you are
0: well said um there's the 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 principle um try to keep it quick and you get you just get me you get me reverent um and and so i appreciate that i like reverence a lot um when it comes to searching for those types of people in your life I don't want to disrespect the sacred nature of family, um, mm. right? Because that's the ultimate goal, right? When you can create a family and foster and cultivate a family where you have that built within and around you, um, you know, there's, there's, it's hard for people to correlate that with that though, from the opposite perspective, when you don't have that. Um, and I, I think it's also important though, that people recognize if you're in an extremely toxic environment mm. and you're surrounded and stuck with an environment of people who are putting you down, um, and not appreciating for who you are, sometimes the call and the need is to get out. Um, oh, honey, virus.
1: not, not sometimes. <laughs> not sometimes. The call is
0: to leave. Well, let me, let me, let me reframe from another perspective. Yeah. There, there are those, but like, you know, if my mom, um, you know, gets mad at me or whatever, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't leave permanently. Um, right there, there's layers and levels of toxicity, um, and not not calling my mom toxic now either, that sounds bad out of context, but, um, there's, there's layers and there's, there's, it's like Jessica being there for you. Um, right. In your, in your harder times or my team sticking by my side when it's harder, Mm -hmm. but we, we have this, we do have an inner intuition to help us know what to do in those circumstances. If we've learned to tap into that. Yes. Um, and if we haven't, we have a need to do so. And a lot of people, it's for the sake of your own survival. So I want to respect both paradigms and help yes. realize that your family may be the core solution. And for many of you, it may not be. You may need to be even the prodigal son. You may even be labeled that person, right? By again, a group that may not be accepting of you. And I just appreciate that you, you've hit that on the head. Um, and it can be scary for people to do, but then you got to look for who can you align with. Yes, and thank God for people like you.
1: Yes, and I'm just taking a couple notes. So, sure, to um, a couple of things. So this is what I experienced growing up. I had a father that was emotionally, physically, financially, spiritually unavailable. Hmm. Um, I I was blessed with an amazing bonus mom that was my bonus mom for 40 years. And my, my, I have three brothers, and where there was a lot of dysfunction and patterns that were not healthy. And especially when I or any of us were with my dad. And so, as a child, until you're 18, you really don't have a whole lot of power and you, you don't have a lot of knowledge that anything, that it's different anywhere because this is what you're used to. This whole concept of creating a family, it, it, we, we have this tendency to think that because we share DNA, that we are required to have this relationship that looks like rainbows and unicorns and cotton candies and white Oreo cookies. Right. And and the truth is, so I love my brothers. I've figured out how to have a relationship with them that that supports my well-being and allows me to be in alignment with me. But for so many years, I was being who I thought I had to be. So they would love me. Yeah. That's not healthy. No, it's not. And so I then have attracted and created a family to include Jessica. I have a tribe of women that I share spiritual DNA with, if you will.
0: Yep. Oh, 100%. Uh, And so
1: when an environment or a relationship is toxic, if this is not what you want, then you've got an obligation to do something different. And leaving a relate. sometimes it's leaving. Right. You have to make a decision. And the root word of decide is decidere, which means to cut away from. So mm. it's cutting away from what is not in alignment. Right. So drama is not in alignment with me. Me trying to fix my brothers. Oh, by the way, nobody needs fixing. Right. Right. Is not in alignment with me. Right. So and you have like, to set a
0: healthy boundary a lot of times exactly. on that. Exactly. Yeah, for both parties. So,
1: yes. Yeah. So for Thanksgiving, my husband and I went to Cabo with Jessica and her husband. And we had an amazing time. And so it's like you, each and every one of us, has to figure out what's in alignment for us and what you were saying about. Um, We tend to stick with people say it's a comfort zone. We call it the familiar zone. This is what's familiar. This is what we know. And so in order to do something different, you've got to be willing to step out of what's familiar. And sometimes that's not easy. And like you said, you've got to listen to intuition, which is source. Yeah. And to do that, you've got to be still. You've got to step outside of the chaos and the drama in your life and in your relationships. And it's one step at a time. And what, what scares us is, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Or what's this going to be like? And we're not going to know until we start taking those steps.
0: Absolutely. Uh, well said. It's, it's one of those things that just, I, you make me want to start a merit, uh, like a meditation session, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I also want to reward everybody who's listening in with just continued abundance. So we're going to go into the, the, the power question. If this was your last chance to share a lesson ever with other visionaries, what can they learn from your experience?
1: I would take two concepts and put them into one. And the first one is to the truth will set you free. The truth of who you are and who your higher sources will set you free. You are more than any circumstance that which is within you. The power that is within you is greater than any circumstance or situation. You are an overcomer. And for the truth to set you free, you've got to raise the bar not the bar on what you're doing you're probably doing too much the bar on who you're being and how you think of yourself and what you say to yourself
0: Mm -hmm. wow you combine two concepts ultra fast and i love that it was very simple and it's simple as best so with that um there's a resource i learned that from if anybody's seeking further to, of course michelle's a resource on that the one that i learned that concept of that that not only the truth will set you free but being and the power of being and accepting your perfection accepting your own perfection came from a book called mm-hmm. feelings buried alive never die
1: mm-hmm. yeah i
0: don't do you know that book
1: yes i have it on my bookshelf
0: oh that's awesome You're the first person i met yeah. <laughs> who's known that book <laughs> that that the what what it unlocked for me and understanding both the term aloha and namaste Mm -hmm. was so revelatory, um, that it, it very much, it had an immediate impact on how I shifted how I viewed myself and how I also, um, met other people and and honored them and and who they are. I won't ruin. I'll let people pick that one up, but, um, and, and stay focused on this for now, Michelle, what we we've actually got, a good amount of time to kind of dive into what you're up to, um, what types of programs you're running and, and how you can help people. Where sure. do you want to take this from here? It's your call.
1: Yeah. So there's a few things that we do and that all balances around letting go of letting go of the self-sabotage And so I use a process. I use neurolinguistic programming, mental and emotional release, and hypnotherapy are just a couple of the tools in our toolbox. And so one of neurolinguistic programming, here's the deal, is that we, when we're very young, we are influenced and we are really sponges for everything that's going on around us. And so what we do is we soak in everything that everybody tells us as the truth yep. as our truth. And from things that are said to us events that occur, we make up stuff and we make up, what we make up is who we are, how the world works, our place in the world. And we do this, So neuro-linguistic programming, the neuro is the neurology or the patterning in our neurology. Like we imprint this as do those around us into our neurology. Mm -hmm. Linguistic is the languaging, the languaging that others use, the languaging that we use to talk to ourselves. And then the programming, programming came from the 97, from the, sorry, from the 70s. 1970s when computer programs were just coming out. Today, we would call that apps. And as adults, for anybody who's listening to this, you are the one who's installing apps. And so what happens is that as good little boys and good little girls, we carry the lineage, whether it's past lives, whether it's generations, whatever you believe, And we decide 90% before we're two years old, most of the time, how the world works, our place in the world and who we are. It's already hardwired, imprinted. So we start practicing patterns and behaviors to reflect that. So then as adults, we are in that rut, in those patterns. And so what, what we do Is that we help you identify the root cause, the unconscious root cause, because this is all unconscious. The root cause of what it is, and the root belief, if you will, that's creating the things that are not working for you in your life right now. And oh, by the way, while I'm talking about this, please bear in mind that there are, all of us have patterns of success as well. But what we tend to do is we look at the gaps. We look at what's missing. We look at, oh, I should have said this. And instead of looking at what works, looking at what works. And so we help you uncover that at the unconscious level and disconnect it. So that Mm -hmm. now you've got a clean slate to work from, if you will. And most of us, I love that you're showing this about the persario group, right? It's time for you too. Here's what I'm going to say. It's time for you, period. Most of us think it's selfish. We're Mm -hmm. so um, caught up in taking care of everybody else and putting everybody else's needs first. So we are all about helping you set yourself free. I want to be clear. Jessica and I are simply guides to help you set yourself free from whatever's limiting you. And there's a couple of ways that we do this. We do this through breakthrough sessions. So we do a breakthrough session is two, four and a half hour days where we dig And we're looking for the patterns. The great thing about this is you don't have to relive any trauma. And we define trauma as Mm -hmm. mental drama, right? They're all labeled, ADHD, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, stress. They're all labels that we put on ourselves. And so we identify what's going on. We're looking at patterns, looking at limiting emotions, limiting beliefs, And we identify the mother or the father of all limiting beliefs. And it's always some flavor of, I don't matter. I'm not enough. I'm not lovable. I have no value. My life has no meaning. I have no meaning. So we stir all that up. And then on the second day, we just release it. We release it. And then nature abhors a vacuum. And so we'll fill in all the amazingness. That's already there and help you create are you getting-
0: <laughs> chills, Jessica? chills. Yeah. Sorry. Well, it probably looks like I'm saying no, but not my goosebumps are going crazy. Yes.
1: Yes. And it's a safe space. So much, so many of us, I, for many years, and that's what I love about Jessica, I have a safe space that i can talk about anything and everything that i can say things that i've been afraid to say out loud so when we say the things we release them and so i'll mm-hmm. i'll just say here that for anybody who is looking you know we started out our conversation with transformation and transition and for anybody who's looking for four simple steps on how to create success, transformation that is lasting, right? This is the difference between going to a three-day workshop maybe, and then, oh my God, that was amazing. And then within two weeks, you're back in your environment Mm -hmm. and you've forgotten what was going on there. And Jessica and I are actually doing a live one-day workshop in Denver on January 19th called Breakthrough Live. And and really it's about breaking through your bullshit and the live is also live, living in your genius and your giftedness that only you can give the world and can contribute. So the first step is to release and repattern, right? To release the patterns that don't work for us, to include what we tell ourselves, the limiting beliefs that we have, mm. And this, so we do a jump start on this with a breakthrough session, but this is a daily practice. We take a shower every day, we wash our clothes every week. So we've got to refresh the thoughts and the things that we tell ourselves. Yeah. The second step is to create a compelling future. What is an intention? What would you love? Because most of us are doing what's right. We go to college, we get that job, or we do the vocation. And we're planning and saving for retirement. But is that all there is? Like, we think we have to wait until retirement. You can actually be fulfilled and have fun now. And what is something that you would love? Not what your parents told you to do, right? I love to travel and play golf. I love to be on the stage, I love working with people and watching the ahas and the transformation. You can do all of that. You don't have to wait. But if you don't have a reason to get up in the morning, and if you don't get up in the morning saying, I love my life, then you don't have a compelling future. And we have a 13-week Dream Builder program that helps you get crystal clear about a vision for your life and what you would love. Not one day when you're old 20 years from now, but within three years. So you've got to have an every morning getting up and setting an intention for the day. And the intention is not, oh, I'm going to do these 10 things on the list. The intention might be to be happy, to have fun, to make someone else's day a little bit brighter. Right? We overwhelm ourselves with all these unrealistic or impossible goals and we stop acknowledging the simplicity of life and the being. You have to be first who you are to do the things you want, to have the things you want to have. Most people do with the opposite. The third step is to take action, focused, directed action towards what you want. So for me, some of that is playing golf. Like my next step is to go get a new set of golf clubs, right? Mm. Um, To have fun, to take care. Like what is the self-care stuff that we're doing? Are you dancing? If that's what you love doing, are you hiking? Are you riding your bike? Are you spending time with your family? But taking directed action, not busy action,
0: that's right. And I love that you, you hit that. You didn't say my next step is to go play golf. You recognize there's a, there's an action that needs to take place in order to be able to get to that. Um, and a lot of times we overgeneralize and say, well, I don't have golf clubs, so therefore I cannot. Yeah. Versus you directly hit the solution to the opportunity.
1: And, and it's starting where you are with what you have. Mm-hmm. Cause action is required. Right. And so if you don't have golf clubs, to use this example, and you want to play golf, what step can you take from where you are with what you have? Go to a golf course.
0: Go walk to
1: a pro. Hit some balls. Rent mm-hmm. some clubs. Right. And, and the other piece of the action is setting and enforcing healthy boundaries. Yeah. And I actually this morning we've got in our next newsletter, it's about boundaries. Mm. and how to, you know, like one of my favorite topics. Yeah. Saying no to someone else. so You can say yes to yourself. Yep. And then the last step is that you have to stay focused on what you want. And more importantly, you have to stay focused on the positive. Now, That's not to say that every moment of every day I'm like, oh, let's you know, to the rainbows and the white Oreo cookies. However, when and we're all going to go through crappy times. There's going to be the topes, the speed bumps. Yeah. There's a good a seed of good in everything. And so when we're going through those challenging times, it's to pick ourselves back up, allow ourselves. We're talking about emotions. Feel the emotions, don't stuff them down because that's that's where disease comes from. Feel the emotions, express it, cry, scream, whatever you need to do and give yourself a time limit and then pick yourself back up and focus on the positive because we are energy and our thoughts become things. What you think about, you bring about so focus on the positive. It is so simple. And yet we don't do it because we discount the simplicity.
0: Here's the a, here's a neat thing. We are running to the edge of the hour. And I want to go for another hour um, because you're just so giving. Um, and you're, you. You know, you're able to openly reveal. Um, not calling out the, the psychologists and the therapists and the counselors that are still stuck in the beginning stages of building their careers. And in that fear mode of, I don't want to share this because I'm giving away my value. Um, But
1: we work with therapists.
0: Right. And there's an abundance that they need a lot of work. Usually most therapists get into therapy therapy because they need therapy. Um, And that's okay. Um, But this abundance that you share, um, if anybody was listening just now, um, and you, you heard the list of steps, if you're not in a position to get there in January, Um, You know, those of you who are, of course, you're going to be drawn to that. You're going to see the links. We'll have those in the landing page as well for Michelle. Um, You know, if you feel called to belong to that, then do that. And if you aren't able to, then take the actions that you can. And that's writing down that list. You have the self-awareness within you because you are, if you're listening, you are the visionary. That is you, you have your vision and you know what that opportunity needs to, you know, needs to look like for you, you get the opportunity to become, that is, yes. that is up to you. So, um, I would, I would go back into this if you didn't already and go back to the section where she started talking about the steps and follow Michelle's, uh, basically it's a, it's a journaling exercise that you can do for yourself. And it's amazing the type of empowerment you can find from doing those exercises. You're exercising new muscles in the process. And as you do that over time, you get stronger and stronger. My favorite analogy about the great aspects of life <clears throat> is that the great aspects of life are a lot like a, are a, lot like a firework show. And there's a lot of people who want the entire life, the entire day to be a firework show. And that can leave us very disappointed when realizing that there's a lot of work to put that firework show together so that it can be celebrated and enjoyed. And so there's this balance that exists. There's also the opposite spectrum of people who are like me. I have a very addicted personality, addictive personality. I I love to overindulge. And if you have that, there's also an opportunity to not just say yes more to what I can have, but also being able to tell yourself no and put a boundary on, you know what? I'm not gonna binge watch that entire Netflix. Thing, or I'm not going to spend my entire day every day golfing because I have other things I need to do as well. Spectrum's on both sides. Michelle, I see you powerfully bringing that awareness to people. I want to honor you for it. I love yes. you for it. Is there any final, um, where, where can people best connect with you between now and that time?
1: Yeah, so a couple of things. First of all, the four steps I just went through, if you go to the michelle-fournier.com, you can sign up for that and you'll actually get a drip email um, sequence that explains it in more detail and gives you exercises to do to integrate. The integration is really important. If you're not able to join us live, you can absolutely, again, go to either one of my websites, sign up for a clarity session, and our coaching programs are via Zoom. So we have international clients, yeah. people dialing in from everywhere, so That's many awesome. opportunities.
0: Vision Pros, you heard it from Michelle. I look forward to seeing uh, people connect with you, Michelle. And those of you who want to share your visions, we do uh, have a link on there as well. So you can apply to share your vision with us. We'd love to hear it. If it's wholesome, uh, it doesn't matter if you're just starting out or if you're somebody who's super well-established, we're here to hear visions out that are wholesome and helping this world. We look forward to seeing you apply and everybody, thank you for okay. tuning in. We hope yeah. you have an amazing weekend.
1: What would you love? What do you got? Answer that question and you'll get everything you need.
0: What would you love? What would have I love? Weekend, everybody.
1: What would I love? Thank you.